Welcome to Introvert's Galaxy. In the last couple of years, I've discovered that there's an immense number of people who struggle with social anxiety, fear of public speaking, introversion. One of the issues I dealt with was that I thought I was alone. I didn't think that other people were feeling like this, so I thought I was a freak. And in this podcast, you will hear stories of people who have struggled with similar issues. What was that like for them? How did they grow? Hopefully we can learn. Let's jump into it. I am so excited to introduce you to this episode. I have two guests, Tommy and Jeff. Tommy is a real estate agent and investor. Jeff is a real estate investor, private lender out of Detroit, Michigan. I met them at the Cincinnati Orea Convention. 24 hours after we met, we were recording an episode for this podcast, what you're about to listen. How did that happen? Really strange, really weird. The thing is that we connected. We really made a good connection. I really like Jeff and Tommy, super nice guys. I had such a great time recording this episode. I love Jeff's story. And I listened to one of the episodes on Jeff's and Tommy's podcast where Jeff tells his story and I was, it has such a big impact on me. I was so moved. I, I asked him to be a guest and he agreed right away. He struggled with some of the same things that you and I struggle with. Social anxiety, introversion, and he's he became a nuclear pharmacist, a successful real estate investor. These are the type of stories that I really enjoy listening to and I want to share them with you. Okay, then, then let's uh, start and um, the, the, the ground rules, you can ask me anything you want. If I don't want to answer it, I'll tell you to fuck off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Very friendly. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know, so to to say say it again, I'm getting that microphone block thing. Of <laughs> well, I mean, don't don't, worry, don't, don't, don't 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 worry about it. Just talk. Yeah. So or, or drink more. And I met Tommy and Jeff this weekend at a real estate convention here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And yesterday I did something pretty crazy. Something changed since I started doing the podcast. I have changed, and yesterday I was sitting there when Ron Phillips was, was talking, and I said, I'm going to get up there, I'm going to walk to that stage, to that microphone in front of the stage, I'm going to ask a question, I'm going to put myself out there, and as soon as I said that, I started getting so freaking nervous, my legs were shaking for 10 minutes, Yeah. and it was scary, my heart was beating real fast, I went up to the microphone when it was time to do that. As I was, I was thinking what to do. I said, I'm going to tell everybody that I'm scared here. I'm going to just open up. Yep. And I'm going to take a lot of people with me on this growth because I know there's so many people here who are afraid to come up here. And I'm going to take them with me with this growth. And with, which is the reason why I'm doing the podcast because I, I want to help people like this. So I got up there and I said it. I told everybody, this is so scary being up here. I'm so uncomfortable in front of all these people. And I told people about the social anxiety up there and everybody was smiling, everybody was smiling. I wanted to open up with that to let everybody know that's how I met Jeff and Tommy because when Jeff saw me walking back to my seat when it was all over, Jeff kind of waved at me and I went up to him and he told me something. I don't know what you said, Jeff, because I was so nervous, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> but I heard something in podcast. You struggle with something mm -hmm. similar. 
And, and I came back at the end of the meeting because I wanted to find you. I stayed because I wanted to find you. Okay. I didn't want to leave the meeting. And I found Jeff at the end of the meeting. And Jeff and I talked. He told me about the, the, you know, his struggle with uh, introversion and similar fears and, and getting nervous in large groups and that kind of stuff. And we've been talking since then. I listened to, he sent me a podcast episode because Jeff and Tommy, they do a podcast. And I heard your story on your episode, and I was blown away. I was, I was inspired, so inspired by it that I, when I stopped playing, I didn't finish it completely. Cause I got, I had to come into into the convention. I recorded an episode of my podcast in my car. Excellent. And I talked, I talked. So I wanted to get Jeff, and I said, you know what? I haven't invited like officially a guest on the podcast, and I don't know how to invite someone. So and I just threw it out there. I just told Jeff. And what happened? And Jeff said, <laughs> just said, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it had been seven years ago, I wouldn't do it, but let's do it. Mm -hmm. And I invited Jeff. I wanted you to come on the podcast yeah. and to please share your story. And maybe Tommy can, you know, help us out while we talk about this. Tommy is really good with audio. so If I can interrupt it a little bit. Um, um, Tom, Tommy wasn't in, in the room, actually. He was doing a deal and making money. Uh, but So he wasn't actually in the room. But um, I also got up and asked a question. You know yes, why? Do you know yeah. why? Why? Because of you. I didn't really have a question for the guy. <laughs> you know, I, I made one up. Um, but I, um, because I had reached out a little bit, um, I said, well, what the hell? It's an opportunity for me, too, because I was also nervous, very nervous. The difference is that you didn't, I didn't tell everybody, and you didn't know. Um, but I was, because when I, when I get up in, uh, to, to, uh, to, um, to tell a question, especially if there's a line, it's less now, but I'm going through it in my head. I'm playing it through my head before I ask the question. So I, so I remember, because I'm going to forget my damn question. Of course, I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to fall down. I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to mm -hmm. pee my pants. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, I might have. <laughs> but, but, but now I'm not. But I'm, I'm running it through my head. And I asked my question, and it was, it was okay. I mean, I, 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 I contrived it. I mean, I, I was interested in seeing what he, he said, but I did that for you. So that when I came out afterwards, I, I, and what was in my head is that, I said, hey, did you think I was nervous? And of course, no, what did you think? No, I did not. But I was. And you could tell. Mm -hmm. um, and most people can't tell anymore. It's in your head. It's between your ears. Which is pretty much what the speaker told you, too, right? Mm -hmm. it's, be it's between your ears. It, you can keep it, or you, you can, you can uh, go buy it if you want. But it's, nobody gives a damn, except for assholes. And if the assholes give a damn, you don't want to work with them anyways. Who cares? There's assholes in the world. I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to do business with assholes. <laughs> you know, so I don't. And if, if, if and, and I, I, I'm offensive. Um, I alienate people, but I like to think I alienate all the right people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and <laughs> um, and it's, and, and frankly, for me, it's a shortcut because if, if, if my persona is go and uh, is, is going to bother you. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and this is hard for me because I, I am an introvert. So actually, at lunchtime, I took an hour off and I went into the room. I was doing email. I got to decompress because I'm mm -hmm. on. This isn't always me. I'm, I'm playing Jeff Rabinowitz, right? It's, it's kind of me and, and I've got the look, and, and everything, but I'm playing it. Um, it it's, it's, it's what I pre present now, but it's work. And for me to do this, I, I have to decompress a little bit because it's not, it's not my natural person. Um, it's becoming more so. Um, it's becoming a lot easier for me, but this isn't really natural. I'm an introvert. I just don't look like one. 
Um, and, um, but again, I mean, at lunch I decompressed a little bit and I took a break and, and I came back down and this is a long week. This is a lot of work for me. This, yeah. is, this is tiring. Mm-hmm. This is hard. Um, it's not so hard, but it's, but it's, it's not what I normally do. When, when I do it with Tommy, you know, I only deal with him for like two, three, four, five hours, depending on what kind of whiskey we have. But then he goes home. And I don't have to deal with him, and I can sleep in and do whatever I want to do, and re, uh, um, and regroup, and and I'm okay. This is a whole weekend, and 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 it's I'm on, and I'm it's it's a little draining. A lot of people. A little draining. However, we're also lining yeah. up. We're lining up potential partners. I've met some wonderful people. I did buy one of the programs. Um, which often I wouldn't do, um, but Tommy, uh, uh, the self storage program, I bought, I bought that one, um, um, and um, we actually might. It's it's a long shot, but we, there might be a piece of dirt, uh, an eighty acre parcel in Ohio that you know it could be a really good place to put it, self storage, and 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 the the the, 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 the capital note guy has a ten acre parcel. I don't know that we're going to do it, but it's a possibility, and sometimes we do things that we don't think we're going to do, and say, yeah, let's do it. And then we make money, and we get paid for it. And sometimes they work. Sometimes we make a lot of money. Sometimes we make a little bit of money. He, he usually makes more money than I do because I'm I'm usually just funding it, and he's doing the work. So he should make more money. Uh, you know, um, and uh, that that that, might, that makes sense. Um, but um, so, anyways, um, it's um, it, it's uh, yeah. Had, had you caught me seven years ago, five years ago, I probably would have told, told you no. I, I had a guy who wanted me to do, my, do the first podcast. He asked me for two years. I told him no for two years. There was no reason to. And 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 if you go back, I say that 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 season. If you go if you go to my webpage, it, it's the damn the recession um, on on Facebook. That that's the only webpage I have right now. It's going to be barrowstrengthtales.com, uh, but that's not it's not, not not quite live. We'll have everything on there. Uh, but if you go back to those early ones, even in, that was I think that was a 14th or 15th episode. I'm much better than I am at, at, at the beginning already, and now in the season two. I think I do this a lot better now. Yeah. Even even this, I'm not I'm not stuttering that much. I'm stuttering. It's, no, it's, it's, I remember when I heard you this morning. So so so, so why you are you? Com- yeah, you have a, a, you have improved lens, many lens, because you are much more. Uh, I, don't, I don't, You're not stuttering that much as in what I heard it's, this morning. It's, it's just practice. And, and, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes the stutter is more severe, but I, and I, and I care a little bit. I re- I really do, but not so much anymore. Because anybody I know that I'm doing it, you either want to listen or you don't want to listen. And if you're listening to me, I'm assuming you want to listen. No one's forcing you to, right? So if you want to listen and you think I have something to say, then you listen to it. It's not going to bother you. Honestly, the (laughs) idea of calling it a social anxiety is a little bit flawed in the first place. Because the vast majority of people, it is a major issue for. They've done studies where they've literally asked people to stack rank their biggest fears and public speaking has consistently ranked above yes. death. Wow. Yeah. People are literally more afraid yeah. of talking to other people than they are of dying. Except, so that means it's not an abnormality. Well, it's the normalcy. Except for the, me. No, all the people you look at, 90% of those people have that feeling. Now, wow. even the ones who don't look like it, mm-hmm. like right now you're seeing a version of Jeff where when he goes on things and he's loud and dynamic and boisterous and he tells his story that he didn't use to talk to anybody, and none of the new people that meet him could possibly believe that version. Mm-hmm. People Tom, like me. Tommy he consistently is under an assumption that I am an outward person that is constantly 
And that's not accurate. Yeah, he actually, it's not he, true. He actually stays at home and does deals in his underwear. Well, there is. <laughs> no, there I mean, is, really does. There, there are people <laughs> I who do are too, natural by the way. extroverts. You know? <laughs> like they, they, they get energy from the crowds of other people. Those I, people exist. I, but I, there's I, very few of them. It's not me. There are, it's certainly not there me. are other people who are outward when they need to be, people like me, who, even though they do it, and it doesn't come across as though I'm an introverted person, Instead of it giving me energy and me getting energized, unless we're drinking a whole lot, it drains me. So even if I'm out and I'm loud and I'm boisterous and I'm public speaking without really a problem, that doesn't bug me too much, but it, it still saps energy away. So after hours of doing it, there is still the requirement, like an introverted person, to go back to my den and recharge all of that. Because it didn't make me feel excited, which some people it does. They come back and they're energized and ready to go. And that's not the way, even though I present as one of those, I still have to go back and charge the battery back up. And it takes a fair amount of effort to do that. Mm. So, And that, for me, is I do it with music. I do it with a various collection of hobbies. But that time of no one talking to me is there. And there's some times where I literally have invented meetings I'm not at because I'm really just at my house recharging my head. I'm not doing something fun or whatever. I'm just mentally being not inundated by the the people around me. And that's a reality too. Yeah, mm -hmm. except, but but the difference with my story, and, and you heard somewhere, is that I, I, um, I had a very severe speech impediment. I still have much of it. Um, it I was not very understandable. When I was in grade school, I was very difficult to understand. Um, when, and I, I, I don't know exactly. It's, it's been a while since I listened to that podcast. But when, when I, I, um, I read very early. I was, I was a very early reader, um, so I could write my name when I went to kindergarten. I couldn't say it, uh, or I. Th but, but see, I didn't, I didn't know. So um, my mom put dog tags on me hmm. because I, I had trouble pronouncing J's. I had trouble pronouncing F's. I had trouble, very, a uh, very, a lot of difficulty pronouncing R's. I had a lot of trouble with T's and Z's. Uh, W's weren't so great. My name is Jeff Wayne Rabinowitz. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I thought I was saying it. It didn't come out that way. Mm. Uh, so people would have thought that I was slow. Um, I wasn't. I was. Had they? Had, if my mom was afraid that if I got lost, I'd never get home. Mm -hmm. However, if anybody would have asked me to write down my name, I could write it. But they wouldn't have thought to write it. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have thought to ask me because yeah. because they would probably would have thought it was an idiot kid, right? Mm -hmm. um, I knew well, a street, you know. Stage where it's the rest <laughs> of the world, it others you in a way. And yeah. honestly, I think and, there isn't a similarity, but there really is for yeah. me. And mine is, I'm not. I'm, I live in Michigan now, and I've been there for a long time, you know. But I'm from New Jersey, and when I got here, I sounded like. I was from New Jersey. You still sound like you're from and Jersey. And if I have a lot of time, <laughs> it, gets, it gets more and more intense. Now, that's Or not... when he's playing it up, because sometimes he plays it up. Well, sometimes mm -hmm. it's a joke thing that yes. happens just because it's funny. But, like, I, I mean, in, in like, when I'm a kid, you know, that wasn't what right. was happening. What sure. the end result was, and it wasn't like I got beat up. It wasn't like, you know, uh, even anybody see, I was... I did get in sometimes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what it, oh, what it did was it still created a concept that I was an other. And I, I absolutely was. So I was an import from another place, and they didn't necessarily have a problem with that because people in Detroit didn't really know where New Jersey was. You know, it wasn't like a, a, a negative connotation too much, a little bit. There's a little bit of that to it because it's kind of gets, you know, 
shit on as like, you know, one of the crappy areas of the country. And it's not ideal, you know. <laughs> Northeast Jersey isn't a wonderful place. But it's still, regardless of where the other place was, it still set me up as not mm-hmm. from here. Mm-hmm. So all of the other people that are from there, they're them, and I'm me, and I'm not in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. They still, I mean, I ended up making good friends, and sure. it wasn't an inhibitive factor in a, in a brutal way, but when you're young and, and that confronts you, it creates a subconscious component where you're independent from the world you're immersed in. Well, Does that make sense? And that, and that is something that a lot of people can relate to. Yes. Being, you know, in a new place, mm-hmm. moving to a new place, going to another yeah. school, yeah. having a different speech, uh, uh, what do you call it? When you have to speak a different language. And an accent. Or or an accent, accent or whatever. Right, trying yeah. to hide your... That's something that a lot of people will relate to. Mm-hmm. But that... There's a lot of versions of it. I mean, well, the sound that you are is one thing. I mean, it's like there's, there's a lot of different variations that separate you from others. And people don't necessarily realize everybody's got, a lot of people have their own version of it. Well, you know, and it's again, hidden in good but, but, ways. But, but, yeah, but, but mine was very, sometimes I, I get stuck on sounds. Um, but it's, um, um, but my, I, I was isolated. And what happened is my friends tended to be the outcasts. So that's what happens that in my school, the outcasts were the smartest kids in the school. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I, 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 I wasn't much of a slouch, um, but you know, it was it was the nerds, it was the geeks, it was it, mm-hmm. it was the outsiders, the the the, um, the guys who had who 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 liked to read. I and ended up reading a lot. I wasn't um, I wasn't I was never a cool kid. But the cool thing, was, the best part of it was, I never wanted to be the cool kid. I didn't like the cool kids, and I was okay not being them. And I and I, and I took some torment for it, but the the problem was I was not a really good guy. Uh, I wasn't a good target bully because I didn't give a fuck. I mean, even when I was a kid, I, I I cared. It hurt my feelings, but not enough to show them. Mm-hmm. So I'd go back and I'd go and I and I read. Well, I do it. Well, I ended up the re- I, I I write fairly well, um, but that a lot of that's because I read a lot. I was to myself. I didn't like talking. I didn't do it very much. I didn't meet other people. Now, to my little group, I had no problem talking to them. They all knew me, and they were all misfits themselves. We, we, we were misfit toys, mm-hmm. um, and to everybody, this turns out that I say one of my one of those misfits toys is a surgeon. One of them is a, uh, and I, I don't know them. I think that's what happens when you're misfitted. Is it forces you to have existential conversations with well, yourself, which makes you do things but, that other people but, don't but, do. But, but, but we were different. But and part of the reason we were different is we. We functioned. We 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 were far more intellectual. I mean, it's probably, I mean, I didn't know it at the time. I mean, I, after a while, it wasn't that hard because all all, all the all all the outcasts were all the ones that you know, that that were getting the good grades. And God, when they when they get to the place where they start grading on a curve, they really hated us because all the misfits that they're that they're that they're they're making fun of, and you know, they're they're all the ones that are on the top of the grade all the time. We we were, I got used to being by myself and I got used to living uh, to, to dealing with that it probably was a gift I didn't know that for a long time now I look back the speech impediment was a gift I just didn't wow. know what, I, I, what do you mean why, why do you say that now because I, I look back on it I wouldn't be who I am you haven't read what I he, he thinks I write better than I do I write better than him but 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 why do I write well? Because I read a lot. 
People who 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 read tend to write well, and and I actually I hate to say it, but I dumb it down for real estate things because most real estate investors can't read, so I have to I have to dumb it down to to sixth grade level or something, which is hard for me. I had to change my writing style when I started writing blogs because that's not my natural writing style either. Um, I have articles that are not always great, but they have a point. I I explain it. I have a closing. How many blogs have you read that you read through it and you don't know what the hell the guy said? Mine, mine say something. They're not, they're, they're not very wonderful, but at least I'm, I'm, and what am I doing? I'm telling a story. How did, how did story time with Jeff happen? That's how I think now. When, when he brings me a deal that he wants me to, to, to fund, tell me the story. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with it? And a lot of people can't do that. I don't work with those people. He, I, tell me the story. I'm going to buy it for this. I'm going to do this to it. I'm going to sell it. What if you don't sell it? Well, then I'll hold it for a rental. What if this? He's got an answer. He's telling me a story. That's why I funded him. Well, he, I think, he, he, he knew what he had. Well, he knew how to tell the story. I tell stories. I think of my stories. Now, I also was a nuclear pharmacist. I, I can do the math in my head. I'm, well, not all of it, but I'm pretty good at it. But I, and, and I'm doing it at the same time, but not really. If you can't tell the story, I don't care about the numbers. I don't want to work with you. If you've got a problem with me and my presentation and my it's in my speech, okay, I don't have to work well, with you, and I and, I, and I don't story, want to. Though you're asking for a specific thing, when you say tell me a story, what you're actually saying is give me all the thoughts you had about that, and that's that counts for something because it, it, one of the more, reasons people it's more, think it's more, that do you do you do you understand your deal? That's what I'm looking for. Well, yeah, you but ha- what, you, what you, is that saying? You have do a you potential. The deal you have why? a potential deal. Do you understand it? But in order to no. understand it, what, what had to happen? You have to communicate with it. You had it. to think about it a lot. Right. And there's, there's some science behind the idea that, well, why are introverted people drained from communicating ah, with other people? There you go. It's because they might possibly be having considerably more thoughts about the same collection of moments and things they're saying than people who just let it out. Mm-hmm. Those people aren't as drained because they didn't do as much. So the more thoughts you're having and the faster your mind is running on different variables in whatever it is you're considering at the moment, that takes energy. And a lot of times people don't realize the quiet ones have the most action going on between their ears because that's what's running. It's going. And the extroverted people might not be doing that because they just open up and go because they're not really processing Impulsive. So So, I want to jump in on on here because... You said something that, that a lot of people are going to relate with. That's something that I ask myself. I still ask myself, why do I have so many thoughts going through my head? In my whole life, I have been somebody who spends a lot of time inside my head thinking. I think a lot. And I think a lot about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy most of it. But sometimes it's exhausting. It's overwhelming. That I don't want to think so much anymore. You can't turn it off. Man. It's you. Turning it off was hard until mm-hmm. I started meditating almost a year ago. Cool, that should be hard. That's excellent. literally like that's like the idea of Zen. Having no thoughts is far more difficult than having a lot of thoughts. It's but consciously, not if you're if you're yeah. unconscious about it. It's one thing. I mean, what separates a homeless guy from a monk is intention. Being being in the moment. Yeah, and it's very intentionally. It's, it's hard. To it's hard to be things. in the moment. It's hard. It's hard. We don't experience things very well. We, when, when we talk to people, we don't listen. We're thinking, most people... What we're going to say. What are we going to say? When you start turning that off, then you start hearing what the other person said. But you have mm-hmm. to turn it off. And, and, and when, when you start talking about the, the thoughts and everything, 
part of my problem was again I I I think I was I was a very good student. I, I was good. I think part uh, part of the problem with with the with the stuttering and 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 the speech. First off, I didn't hear it very well. Um, I, for some reason, I just didn't hear um, the, the speech uh, of others very well and didn't translate it. But the stuttering, I think it's largely because I was thinking too far ahead. Yeah. And I forgot. I was I was I, all my life. I was catching up to my brain. Mm-hmm. And I. And I told the story already in my in in, in my head, head. Mm-hmm. but you haven't heard it yet because it didn't come out of my mouth, and I'm mm-hmm. stuttering, I'm tripping over it, because I I, I got to catch up all the time, and 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 the people that I tend to work with, um, when when I tell stories, I skip pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 making when, when when I do deals, I'm skipping pieces. Mm-hmm. I've I've done it in my head, and and it's there. The only it thing I have to be linear. You can jump yeah. from chapter one to the chapter The only problem seven. is that I forgot to tell him. Mm-hmm. So when I jump, and, and Tommy's good, Tommy can follow me. There's another friend I have, Tom, who's amazing at following me. I, uh, he can, I can jump three steps, and he's with me. And every once in a while, okay, Jeff, you've got to back it up. Because I jump five steps. And I don't know what, how, you're, how you're talking about now. In my head, it was there. I told the story, but I forgot to tell it to him. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to say. So I'm so so, and, and when I'm catching up, of course, before I got to it, and of course, I'm I'm talking faster now because what am I doing? What am I doing? I, I've got a thought in my head, and I'm trying to catch up because I I already fucking played it uh, thirty seconds ago, mm. and I'm trying to tell you, and I I'm 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 past it already, so I stuttered and I got tied up, and then of course it got hard, and screw it, and 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 if you're not patient enough to listen to it. I don't care whether you whether you listen or not. You're not the kind of person I want to deal with. The people I deal with now are the ones who get it and realize that. Okay, and every once in a while, you guys, okay, Jeff, you got to repeat that one. I didn't hear it. My my, my wife's the, the the problem with my wife, and and I get sloppy with my wife. We're here, even though I'm not thinking about it a lot. I'm thinking about how I'm pronouncing my words all all the time. It's always there. Um, it's always worked for me. Um, um. I get sloppy with my wife um, because she's known me for so long, and I forget um, that. God damn it! I, I I mumbled. I didn't pronounce it well. She didn't hear it right, mm-hmm. and I get upset. And it's wrong, but I I let my guard down. Here I'm thinking about. I know how to pronounce all these uh, sounds. I had speech therapy for ten years. Jeff, before you go into that, <laughs> no. because I look. Your story had an impact on me. Cool. You I'm, are, I'm, 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 I'm thrilled. You're a powerful, <laughs> you're a powerful storyteller, and I want to make sure that this doesn't get missed because I'm glad you pointed it out that you jump because your story, you started saying it and and you jumped, and I want to make sure that you tell it because it's powerful. And I know it's going to help a well, lot then, of people. Po- po- a- ask me what you want to ask. Let's go back to, to the beginning. <laughs> You told us that when you were a little kid and your mom put the dog tax on you because you, she was afraid you weren't going to get home. In your story, on the episode I heard you say that you started the speech therapy, you did it for many years, and that you, you hated it. You hated I, I, being I, I, taken I, out of class. I, Can you go back to being a kid and take us through that? Uh, I, I, was already, I was already the other, right? You pull the three kids out of class and I'm more the other. I didn't care. When I was a kid, I didn't know I had a speech problem. I didn't. I didn't really. I, I didn't know it. I didn't understand that I was pronouncing it wrong until I was older. In my head, it was right. I didn't know I wasn't making the sounds right. That you, that I. It sounded fine inside my ear head. 
I didn't know that you didn't understand it. And of course, when it was kids or something, I didn't really care because they were just idiots. Or, or it, 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 that didn't happen when really young. At a, at a point, I realized that I don't really care whether you know or not. Um, but I wasn't making the sounds right. The problem with the, the speech therapy, and I had teachers that um, they would go back and, can you do this? And I was a smart kid. Well, after the first couple of years, maybe the first year or so, I knew the mechanics. I can, I can still do it. I know, where, I know the position where the tongue's supposed to be and how you spread out. You probably never thought about it. No, never. I've had to. Because I had to change where my tongue went, where, where the tip of the tongue went, where the, where the sides went. And I actually faked some of the sounds. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't actually, I don't actually form them correctly. Mm-hmm. I can't do it fast. I never learned how to do it fast enough. And I fake them. And I, I faked it wow. well enough that the speech teacher didn't know I was faking it. Because I'm good at it. <laughs> but, 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 but they would take well, are good at it. Do, do, you, do you know how to do you have to do it? Well, I did know how to do it. It just was hard for me. And what they would want me to do is that the, the practice was, well, I want you to go home and read the newspaper or read, read a book in front of your sisters or your brother or, 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 your, fa- or your parents. Well, that was demeaning. I didn't like that. I didn't want to do that. It was, uncom- it was very uncomfortable. So I didn't do it. I faked mm-hmm. it. Um, and, and I didn't like doing it. When I, was a, when I was very little, I had to. I had no choice. They, they, I, I didn't have the elective. By, um, and I really didn't like it because here I'm already... I'm already a target. I'm already another. And the two or three kids that have to come out of the class because they have it, well, everybody knew why I was going to class, go, 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 going out of class. It was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I thought, you know, everybody's looking. And they, and they were. And I, and I was teased for it. Um, it wasn't until, until and, and the problem, I, I wouldn't do the exercises. But, I, but, the, but, the, but the, the, the speech t- uh, teachers that I, the early speech teacher, it was like, well, there was one through elementary school, and she thought I wasn't getting it. She was wrong. I got it. I just didn't like doing it. And she, te- and she treated me like a little kid, and I resented it. So I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But when the, 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 the shame of it was when I went to the, the middle school, the, um, in, in my school, I think that was, I think it was seventh grade, that teacher... Got, got me through, and, 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 and she was very perceptive. She was a little younger. She was much more perceptive. And we started doing it. Well, you, do you want to be here? No. And, and, and we're going through this stuff. And she, and she looked at me. You know how to do this, make these sounds, don't you? Well, yeah. I know how to do it. I just didn't do it. I didn't practice it. And unfortunately, I had her for a, about a year or so, and then I had the option of, of, of dropping, and I dropped it. Mm-hmm. I should have continued because she got it. I would have done it for her. She didn't treat me like a kid. She was she she was more a coach, and I and I dropped it. But what it meant is that whenever an opportunity came to uh, to speak, or or requirement to speak, that out. I mean, it was, it, most of the time it was well. You, if you don't if if you don't get up in front of the class and do this little five minute thing, you'll have to write three book reports. Cool, good trade. I'd do that all day long. No problem. <laughs> I'd do it all day long. I, re- I, re- I was reading it. I read A Tale of Two Cities in, 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 in fifth grade. It was my, my, my favorite book. When we, wow. And, and what, what, what my father was a teacher. He had a very good library. And I read. Uh, so I, I didn't know I was reading the stuff that was going to be required through high school. I read the books already. You know, I read them when I was a kid. You used to um, read a lot when you were a kid? Yeah, and, and my father had a very good library. And he knew, he, w- he was a teacher, he knew what I was reading, but he never told me that, that I was reading way above grade level. I didn't know. 
Um, so I say this stuff came up. Three book reports? No fucking problem. I don't have. I can. I could. I could give you three book reports without reading another book. I had them in my head already. I read the books. You know, I, I, I read Dickens. I read. Uh, I read Coleridge. I read it on my own. So when when it became you know Treasure Island and all that, I'd already read it. So when they when it when it became um, you know required reading. Big fucking deal. I read it already, and but some of them I actually like. So Tale of Two Cities, I've I've read probably three or four times, and it was one of the books that I used to that I read to my kid, my my daughter when she was really little. She was an early reader, also. It's amazing when you teach when you don't treat kids like kids, they do better things. But it was it it was it was um. But I say that that was a good trade for me. Three book reports instead of a five minute instead of a two and a half minute speech in front of the class. No problem. I'll do the book reports all day long. And for most of the time, I had that choice. There were only one or two teachers. And I'll remember the one. It's funny because um, my, my wife is a violin teacher, and one of her students is about a 75-year-old teacher. And there was one teacher in uh, middle school who would not allow – no, he was in high school. He would not allow me to opt out him. You will do this. I hated him because he made me do it. Well, he's a friend of the teacher. I saw him. We, we, we went to a play downtown, and Mr. Garfinkel was there. And I said, I said, Mr. Garfinkel, thank you. I, I, I didn't know. I, I never would have thought. He was the only guy. He, he knew exactly why I wouldn't do it. And that I, he knew I could write. I and mean, I'm sure there was, a, there, there was a record that that I would do it. He wouldn't make me do it. I, he made me, he, he, he made me do the speech for two and a half minutes. And it was abysmal. I'm sure it was abysmal. I could hardly talk. And I, and I I don't think I actually peed my pants, but it was probably pretty close. Mm-hmm. It was probably it was probably like a trade off. I mean, uh, but but um, <laughs> uh, but he made me do it. He was smart enough. He was a good enough teacher that he recognized this is something that you are dreading and you're avoiding, and he did it. So so all the rest of my life is I you know, I, I was a pharmacist. Well, I was on the Michigan Pharmacists Association. Um, I would. I would be selected to, to, to when we went to these things. I, I stood out. I'm on, I'm on the Hall of Honor. I was pretty good at what I did. Um, um, but when we go to the conferences, even though I'd be the guy there, well, you, you, you can go on stage and, and do the presentation. Now, you want to do it? Sure. There's always somebody in the group that wanted to do it. They wanted to get the mm-hmm. limelight. They didn't know what the hell they were doing. I would fuck. And, you know, I'd, I'll get, I'll, I, I, I always gave it off. And for me to sit here and you go on stage? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll, go, go for it. Um, cause I, cause I, I dreaded it. Um, I absolutely dreaded it. So I actively avoided it almost all my life. Wow. And now I'm doing a goddamn podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even know you. <laughs> At the base of it, it is still that separation, the internal idea that the other world is, the outside world is separate from you and it's almost dissolved. Like it's coming in and it's sapping from you all the time. Like in that context, it's that. The outside world, and this comes in a lot. Or, or the, I know a lot of introverted or, 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 people who are very resistant or, 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 to germs. They don't or, 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 like like you don't like germs too much, do you? I don't know. You got a germ thing. Maybe that's a coincidence. Like, no, 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 no. It's, it's associated. I, I, it's, I, they associate because I, really I, what that I, is, I, that's I don't a have separation. That. Yeah, I don't have that. That that contact becomes the joining of of your world with the other world, with the separate worlds, and that is what creates the discomfort. Is that 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 separation is a perceptive one. It's one that's your perception when the reality is, is that we don't, we're, we're not even, ma- matter doesn't exist. You know, we're collections of fields that bounce off each other. So the reality is, is there isn't any kind of separation between any of us physically. 
with anything else that we're around, where collections of energetic fields bounced off each other, which sounds all hippie, no, but it's science. Really I mean, that's cool. actually what's happening, you know? So when you have those separations, like if you don't want to shake hands, if you don't want to touch door handles, if you don't want to do those things, it's the exact same mechanism as to why you wouldn't want to go out and emote and converse well, with people. There's a, still that a lot of A lot of it for me is that I, 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 I think I'm being judged. The difference is that you know that they're, they're, they're going to judge me and and they're not going to like me. And it took a long time. There's a point at which, and I'm not sure exactly where it changed. It's pointed. I don't care if they like me. I spe- well, it, 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 you know, being a pharmacist. I mean, I, I didn't work uh, in, in in pharmacies that most people uh, would think very often. I did it occasionally, and then you have to talk to people. And I I could do that. I could fake it. Not very well. I mean, I, I'm not, I was never good at small talk. Mm. Um, um, but I, I, I could make it work. Um, um, but of course, I gravitated to toward a, a part of uh, a field of pharmacy, nuclear pharmacy, where there's nobody around. Man, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing it at two o'clock in the morning, and there's there's three people there. There's nobody to talk to. Yeah, you know? Something. Did, <laughs> you you, know? <laughs> did you choose? Did you think about the career you were going to choose, thinking, can I? Will I? Will I have to talk to a lot of people? Do, no. Did you choose your career because no. of your personality? Mm-hmm. I was I, I was basically I, I was very good at science. I I I I, I don't want to sound like a fucking ass, but I placed that right? I placed out a lot of a, a lot of freshman stuff. I was taking I was taking um, I took a, a senior level courses when I was a freshman. Serial? What is that? I I I, uh, I, I took senior level courses oh, okay. when when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. I placed out of a lot of stuff. I, I was I was I was a pretty smart kid. Brain, um, brain. Um, uh, but it, um. But it's um, so what happened. Essentially, I, I I like the sciences. I was very good at science, um, so I was doing that. And essentially, it's the pre-med uh, field, except and everybody thought I'm going pre-med. I knew of all the stuff. I was pre-med. I could do it. I never wanted to be a doctor, ever. Um, even though I could it's have done like it. like ultimate contact with other I, people. I knew I didn't mm-hmm. want to be a doctor, except that there was a, uh, there was a period there. Well, I was interested in biomedical engineering, um, and the problem, and I, I actually considered med school because what happens is that for biomedical and en- engineering, there's always a doctor's name on the top of it. That's mm-hmm. because you can't get access to, to the engineer, doesn't, doesn't have access to patients or hospital privileges, so the doctor always gets top billing, and I knew that I, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to invent these cool things. The, the Jarvik heart? Jar- Jarvik heart? No, who? You ever hear of the Jarvik heart, the, the first artificial heart? No, I never okay. heard of it. You ever hear of the Jarvik heart? No. I, I went to Catholic school. You, there was no internal okay. body parts that okay. exist. It's just when, hay and guilt. When you hear about medical procedures or, or syndromes and everything, and the Jarvik heart was the first artificial heart. Jarvik is the person who invented it, right? Mm-hmm. No, he's not the person who invented it. Jarvik, the doctor took credit for the doctor, person who Jarvik it? is a doctor... Who 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 is the, who, the doctor of the patient who the engineer put the heart into, who died mm. uh, 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 several days later, but it was a first artificial heart transplant. You know who the engineer is? No. Do you know who the engineer is? No. Either do I. You Nobody knows who the, the fucking engineer is. Every it's th- those those of us that are, have some some modicum of education know that Jarvik was a person who um who invented the first artificial heart. No, he wasn't. He was a doctor. Okay. The, the, I would have been the technical guy. I would have been the guy that could have invented all this stuff. 
but I was too proud. There's no way in hell I was going to invent something and let some goddamn doctor take credit for it. <laughs> so, I, I, so I was considering going to medical school. And I said, nah, I don't want to do this. And you didn't want to do medical school. You didn't want to be a doctor. You knew you didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't, Why? Want, I didn't want to be one-on-one a patient. I mean, how, how, I mean, and there's some, there are doctors, many doctors that aren't very good at patient contact at all. But you got to talk. A little, you, you can't avoid talking when you're a doctor. you got right. you got to do it. I didn't and speak you got to relay well. some pretty bad information. To them. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you're going to die. The only part of my life. <laughs> you're you're going to die in three weeks. Get the hell out of here. You know? <laughs> Make sure you pay before you leave. Yeah. Uh, I, I could have done that. But it's uh, but it's like, you know, look, I'm look, look, need a credit card. But unfortunately, what would come out is that, look, I really don't give a fuck about it. You just pay your bill and, <laughs> and you're going to go, I'll, I'll treat you as well as you can as long as you're alive, but I really don't care. You know, oh, send wow. them the next one. You would have <laughs> You I don't think that's actually true. <laughs> no. talks a good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, uh, and again, what, what you have to tell your, your, your you have to remind your uh, listeners that, that Tommy and I are drinking barrel strength whiskey as we're doing this. The further down Which, the... by the way, for your future reference, is antiseptic. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's, it is not. Uh, Here's the, the it kills germs. No it, it, no, it doesn't. Shut up. We're trying to do this here. It's only 60%. You got to get oh. to 80%. Damn it, Tommy. You almost, I, you almost sounded like you knew something. I tried. You, you got to get to 80% alcohol before you be, 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 before it's antiseptic. <laughs> That's pretty and, and And I'm not drinking 80%. Because first off, they don't make it, but it, you can't make whiskey eighty percent proof. Uh, eighty, uh, one hundred sixty proof. Um, um, sixty is about as as high as it gets, and which is about what we have right here. But, you see but, what happens when we get a doctor on the podcast? I'm not a doctor or goddamn pharmacist. <laughs> he just plays one on and I used to be a pharmacist because now I'm a real estate guy. I don't I don't do pharmacy anymore. I did that on purpose. Called you doctor. <laughs> I, I, I know. Well, actually, um, the the people that I knew in my circle, I, I used to they they called me Doctor Rubino. So when this guy that um oh I'm doing that from now on you blew it now that's what it is you well, ruined yeah, that I I have a, a an empty barrel of Buffalo Trace have I ever told you about George I God you're gonna make me relate something to a guy that thinks he's my friend and, and he's gonna hold it over okay so so anyways George have you heard do do you guys well, know this, this are we on task do, it, it, okay. it's kind of okay unless you guys want to get out of here quickly because oh. You know, well, it, this it, is very unscripted. Th- th- this is your show. T- tell us what you want to talk about. And I, I'll bring us back, but I, I like talking to you guys. Okay, I well, like we listening well, to t- your t- stories. T- 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 we don't have much time. T- let, what, let, what do you want to hear? Let's go back to, <laughs> to high school. Tell me oh, about, God, tell me about high school. What kind of struggles did you have in high school because of, of you know, your speech impediment or some negative v- thinking? V- very tell small circle that. friends um, who I called friends. They weren't really friends. They were associates. This, this judge, the, the guy who became a judge, this guy who became a doctor, and anything, I never talked to him after high school. It was, it was, we, we were the misfits. It was, we were friends just because we were the ones that were excluded. By default. We, we were the ones left. It was the, it was the ten kids that were left. So did we know who we were? Yeah. I didn't tease them. They didn't tease me. They were comfortable. Everybody else teased me. Or, or uh, so we didn't do that to each other. Did I know some of them were were geeks and nerds and everything? Sure. Did I care? Not so much. Sounds I, like an '80s movie. Cause, yeah, but but it's but but say we weren't. Re- I, I I don't talk to any of them now. So were we friends? We were we were nice to each other, but we didn't. I didn't have a lot of close friends. I, I had like maybe one or two. Uh, um, 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 actually, maybe one uh, most of the time because I just. I wasn't. I, do, I didn't communicate very well. Mm-hmm. Tough to be a friend when you don't talk, <laughs> and I didn't talk very much. 
Is um, that why were were kids making fun of you in high school because of your speech? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. And and the other part of it was the fact that they recognized that I was. I think I, I think I, I threatened a lot of people. I, looking back on it, because I was okay being outside the group. I didn't want to be. You know, they, they, you know it's like they're, they're excluding me from a group that I didn't want to be a part of, right? I didn't. I didn't want to hang out with them. I knew they were jerks. I didn't want to be a, a part of them. And I was okay with it, and I think that actually irritated people more more because it's well he doesn't even want to be one of us. Who, who, who the hell does he think he is? Mm. And I really didn't want to be one of them. I had no desire for that. My my daughter actually picked that up. Um, she she got teased mercilessly for a couple of years, and her reaction was that she just changed friends or she got to and hurt her. But she, she, she actually got some of that, which um, um, she didn't have speech problems, uh, but, it's, um, but she was okay being part, a part. She was strong. And, and when I look back on it, it is who I am. It's the way I think. It's why, it's why when, 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 some, you know, when, when, when 35 people pass on a deal um, and I look at it, oh, there's a deal there. And they didn't see it. Well, I think a little different. I'm, I'm very creative. Um, I look at it, well, you and, and and you didn't see the deal. I saw the deal. I love I love stuff like that. When when what six people uh, looked at it and six really respected people. Oh, they, we 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 can make money on that one. Why? I looked at it differently. I saw uh, the the house that I bought. That wow, it'll be an okay rental and everything. What would I do? I knocked it down and built a new house on the on the lot. I never did that before. But okay, let's try it. It, 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 it's with a guy that I, uh, that, 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 that I respected who'd never knocked down a house and done it before. I wanted to work with him. And we said, okay, let's give it a shot. And we did it. And we did a lot of stuff wrong. And I only made about 30 grand on that one. He made about 30 grand on it. And well, this is something that I wanted to bring. This, <laughs> I wanted to bring this conversation into this because I, you and I have similar stories, but very also very different because I spent... A lot of my uh, my life hiding my personality, being afraid to show who I am, afraid that people were going to judge me, and afraid that people were going to not like me, you and know, for who I am. When it comes to some of those people will, and you don't want to have anything to do with them because they're jerks, they're assholes. What did you change? <laughs> like, how did you respond to that? How? But like you say, all right, if that, that's what was in your mindset, like what was your life like? So what I tried to do was to act like other people. I tried to become what other people thought I should be. And I never did. I, I was. I through. tried to think, what would these people like? And you, that's what I. You can't what do I it. Did. You, you, I how did, did you, that? How did that look? Like what? What did you do to make that? Like when you say that, what do you mean? Like you did the stuff they did. You played the games they played. You. What, I mean. So I. For for example, if if I met someone, I was very, I would I would be very reserved, and I would and then what I thought was let me hide my personality. I don't want to throw. I don't want to, you know. I don't want to scare them off because I, I'm. I have a. I like to joke around. I like to have fun. I am silly. Yeah, what, what, I'm a silly what, what a sicko you are. Silly, right? <laughs> so. I, I don't take things very seriously. God, like, I do. I, I'm very open-minded about you, things. So that's me in, inside. And what I did was I just tried to be reserved and see what people were like first. And then just not talk a lot, really, when I first meet people. That's what I, my instinct. That's, well, that was my first reaction, not 
to not talk a lot, not be myself. I don't want to expose myself. Let me just see what happens. But the thing is that what what I was also afraid was that I was not good enough to do many things. Which I was afraid is, that bullshit, you know. I had all this negative, and this is what I'm gonna bring it to what what you have been able to achieve, and even what I, I haven't have, been able to achieve shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But I'll be back here because a lot of I had a lot. I don't of take myself all that seriously. Um, um, well, hold on, hold on, go, 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 go me, ahead. Let me say this because a lot of I had a lot of challenges mentally that, about things I wanted to do. I had all these dreams that things that I wanted to get into. Make video games or how, do do this. How old and are you? I'm 39. Holy shit! You know how much time you have? Well, I have I'll, a ton of time. I'll, unless well, you get hit by a bus t- tonight, but you know, but it's a uh, but. You know? hotel, that's pretty unlikely. <laughs> and if it does happen, there's a lawsuit. I mean, it's like, damn. I mean, you got time. I, I got a lot you, of time. You got tons of time. I think he's saying before he had these realizations, right? But I, I, yeah, this before in my you know. Years ago, I had all these insecurities. I didn't know if I was good enough to do all these things that I dream of doing. Yeah. And I had all this, you know, just so many insecurities. I doubted myself a lot. And I wasn't looking at, at my accomplishments. I was accomplishing things in life, and I was not celebrating them the right way. Mm-hmm. And when I see Jeff, you know, I see the stuff that you struggle with when you were a kid. And even the things that you still have some struggles with, but I also well, see your accomplishments. Uh, my, you became my, my, a pharmacist. My, yeah, a pharmacist. A pharmacist. And you are now a, Jeff is a real estate investor, and he's successful. He he has a partner. So many of us well, think, he, oh, Tom, Tommy isn't really my partner. We have no we have no official partnership. Agreement. So you do some businesses together. Yeah. Where you do yeah. Some. When 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 he brings me a deal that makes some sense. <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not ongoing. We have no formalized ongoing. No, we, no we, formal. We, 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 the, 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 this, is, uh, this is an affiliation, basically, an, an yeah. association. The, the, the podcast is happening because I think, because he tells me our voices are fairly compatible and that people like listening to us. I don't, I don't have any idea why, but, but he's I telling me that. that Jeremy happened. Burgess from Renegade Detroit started that. Well, but, but you I but, concurred. And you finally have given in completely. No, I still think you're full of shit, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> so let, let me bring it back because that's what I wanted to make sure I highlighted that I, I have struggled with insecurities and I have doubted my ability to mm-hmm. succeed at businesses that I wanted to get into. One of them sure. real estate. And you... Look, look, you struggle with all these insecurities. You made it as a pharmacist. You are making it as a real estate investor. You don't know so that. You, many, you, you, you just know what I'm telling you. <laughs> you know? You're not lying to me. You, you are you know, so well-known in the area. And honestly, I got that too. I, I think everybody's got a lot of those insecurities unless they're so not actualized they don't have enough sense to have the insecurities. It's almost like something that is... Uh, requirement is built into our bodies it comes from a time where if we weren't a little insecure and we went out of the cave something would eat us those conditions no longer exist but they're genetic holdovers that we've still got in us and that, now that, that's why i grow all the hair so that, that so i'm not so i'm not appetizing well maybe that's <laughs> i mean it's there's a, a real you know biological mechanism for why we have those insecurities but now they're not useful anymore. And I, I have a lot of those too. I have a lot of businesses I've tried and didn't think I could do it. 
But at the end of the day, feeling like you can't do something and and doing it anyway, that's what courage is. Courage isn't that you don't not feel fear. Oh, this isn't courage. It does, this, I mean, this is just getting to the point where you don't give a fuck what other people say anymore. <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> it's, well, not, it's not, I'm not brave. But I, but this isn't courageous. No, it is. You're full of shit. Happens, it's like a catalyst <laughs> that builds up over time. It's not courageous. It, it's, just, it's just not... It gets added I, I'm, in. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable enough with who decisions. I am that if you like me or not, I don't really give a fuck. I prefer you like me, but if you don't, okay. Well, that's the shame. <laughs> it. It I, I mean, I, I would prefer like you like me. Um, kind of, unless you're a jerk. And if you if you don't like me, you're probably a jerk. <laughs> and, and that's why I, whoever, whoever is listening to this and you're wondering if what makes you weird, what makes you strange that's and your, different. That, is, that's your talent. If you're wondering, you know, because I, I used to wonder that it's going to stop you from succeeding in life or whatever your dream is. It's not what's going to make, stop what you. What makes you different no. is your power. That's your power. And well, that also doesn't and, necessarily and that, go away, but working through it and doing anyway, even in the face of those fears, is a normal thing. There's a lot of times I do things that I'm totally not sure about and I feel kind of you know, weird about, but I do anyway. And well, I either have success or I don't. I, 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 I'm remembering that podcast. It's been a long time since I listened to that podcast. And you're, you're free to link to that podcast if you want to. Um, um, but I, I think I, I talk about it and there's some place that most of my life I was afraid of my demons. They're still there. They're always going to be there. Um, now, um, I'm not afraid of them so much. They're old friends. I've known them. I'm an old man, right? I'm, God, I'm 62. These, I've known these demons for, I, I knew they were demons for 50, for, for like 54 uh, years or so. I mean, when I was really young, I didn't know they were demons. Now, I've known them for 54 years. They're just like ghosts wandering the hallway. No. Like, oh, Bill, hey, how you doing? They're demons. They're still there. I, they come up. Now, yeah, they're old. Now, it's, it's, they're not demons anymore. They lost they, their charge. They're, they're old friends. Yeah. It says, ah, I remember you. Come, and you still haven't killed me yet. You're, you're, you're still there. And sometimes it's like they bring me back to a spot. Hey, yes, you're in a very uncomfortable place. You've been here before. Get over yourself. Wait it out. Get, get past it. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 but nobody gets like them. Just do it. They're, but they're always there. When I got up on that mic, you didn't know they were there. They were no. there, buddy. They were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, w- I rehearsed that. I had time to rehearse my question about five times before I said it. And, and again, my, my problem was speech. So what I used to do, uh, and I still do it a little bit, and not, not as much, I would edit out the words. If I was having trouble with R's or S's, I'd substitute other words. Mm-hmm. My vocabulary is bigger than most people's. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and people uh, through my life, well, you can't do that. When I was talking... I would substitute words as, as I was talking. Because remember, I played the story in my head 30 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. I had time to edit it out before I said it. Mm. And, oh, you can't do that. Well, how the hell do you know wow. what I can do? I did it. I have a good vocabulary. Because I'm wow. used to substituting words out. I, I mean, I, I would do that if there were too many. The, 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 the preceding S's, the trailing S's, the preceding R's, the trailing R's. Those were tough. So when I had two of them in a row, I couldn't say that. I knew I couldn't say it, so I edited it out. I changed the words. The, the, the things that, before I said them, 
So did I stutter once in a while? Yeah, I stuttered once in a while because I got I got I got tied up, and I think part of that was my brain got confused. I, well, and then, then well, what, what did I say? What did I didn't say? Sometimes I forgot. Oh, wait a minute! I, I played it in my head, but I didn't actually say it. So I jumped. And it's you know <laughs> you're in real estate now. You said that that was something that you were hesitant to get into, and I assume that's because of the people involvement because it's a people business, right? Well, it doesn't, so, ha- it doesn't have to be. I mean, are you? Uh, what is your how, how is that working now? Because I mean, you are a licensed agent. I heard on your voicemail it's KW, right? Yeah. Let me let me. Oh God, you're you're, you're one of those. K- oh God damn it! I didn't know I was talking to a KW guy. Hey, don't hold <laughs> He's a KW guy too. So <laughs> let me give you a little background and a disclaimer first. I am not with Keller Williams. Okay. Oh, God, sorry, my bad. You got to change your voice now, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I got to change my voicemail. I'm not with Keller Williams. I am between brokers now. Okay. Now, let me go back to about real estate, how I got started. My dad, he, um, he must have liked real estate. He owned land. He owned some properties in the Dominican Republic where we are from. Oh. And, and he used to tell me about, you know, the stuff that he was doing. And he wanted me to do business with him. And I was not interested. My dad and I did not get along. Okay. We had you're a, a lot terrible, like him, I bet. We had a terrible relationship. Cause, cause, we didn't understand each other. Because okay. you, you're, you're, you're probably a hell of a lot, a lot like him. Now that, now that, I or bet, completely different. One of or, the two. Or the, my dad no, and I, 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 bet, I bet you're more like him than you... Th- I bet when you look back, you're more like him than you thought you were. <laughs> so the, the thing is that my, my dad <laughs> left the Dominican Republic when my mom was pregnant. Okay. And I didn't see him... I didn't well, of course. I mean, your mom was okay. still pregnant. Yeah. You weren't born yet. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I think you mean Jeff for that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when, I was, when I was older. Oh, God. So I thought when I was little, I grew up thinking that my dad was my uncle. Okay. And it wasn't until I was older, my mom said, Why? oh, your dad, it, this is your dad. He doesn't live here. So oh, I was confused oh, 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 when I was got, little, got it, got very, it, very little. The thing is that I didn't grow up with my dad. So when finally I was 15, almost 15, my dad brought us to the, the United States. And that's when I first lived with my dad. Oh, and oh so it, he's a stranger. I only saw him once, sometimes twice a year for a couple of days. And it was weird. I didn't know what it, that, I always sure. wanted to live with him. But I didn't know what that you, was. You, you, like. you didn't know yeah. that. He, he, yeah, you, no, you, no you didn't know a reference to build anything off of because you didn't know what you were supposed to. So was I was uncomfortable around yeah. my dad, and he he wanted me. Uh, he wanted, you know. We took your dad. So my dad, you know, there's things that he wanted uh, to do with me. Like I, I didn't show love to my dad. Mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable. I yeah. didn't know how to, yeah. and I didn't I didn't know how to be his son. Yeah. What a son should be like. Yeah. So we had a, a bad relationship because sure. of that. Well, he because suspected. Obviously, he didn't know what a dad was supposed to be either. You, 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 you put it the wrong way. The, the problem was your dad. Your dad, did, your dad didn't know what a, what a father was supposed to be, but you didn't know that yet. We made, <laughs> so we, made we made a lot of mistakes. Of course. And well, but 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 he so made. Where's it at now? Like, I mean. Well, my dad passed away when he was 56. Okay. In 2010. And. Wow. And Young man. you said, how did you think about real estate? Well, my dad wanted me to do business with him, and he was doing some real some real estate. His main business was he owned uh, he worked at a grocery store, and he owned a grocery store at one point. But he worked at a grocery store, and he wanted me to get into some kind of real estate uh, together. I didn't want to hear it because we had such a bad relationship. 
we didn't get along. I get we it. Didn't that was his version time. of trying to reach out and make contact and figure out yeah, some said, way to be with you. Yeah, he used to say, hey, Richard, we should do this together. And I said, no, 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 I can't. I, I really didn't have money. I was going to college you anyway. You don't need money. But the thing okay. is that uh, there were times that we didn't speak for two years. Then, many, many years later, in my late 20s, my dad completely changed. We used to argue a lot every time we met or talked on the phone. So we barely ever talked or met anymore. And then I had not seen him for two years. And for months, my mom had been telling me, my, your dad wants to talk to you. You should, you should let, give him a chance. Well, I met him one time by coincidence somewhere. Uh, and I saw how sick he was. They were telling me that he was really sick. And I saw him physically. He was very sick. And we talked. And then I met him and talked to him a couple more times. My dad and I ended up developing a relationship again. He had changed completely. Yeah, he but was not arguing with me anymore. But so had you. You had changed too. I had grown some. <laughs> I had grown. So my dad started then. We started talking and I told him, look, I actually, I work at a real estate company now. I develop ah. software, appraisal software. Oh, cool. Oh, well, in really? We're in the same boat. Huh? <laughs> he, he, he's, a, he's a computer geek. Yeah. Computer... So I was, in, I, was, I was in a team creating appraisal software, and I told him, look, I'm interested in real estate. I know you like it. Do you want to see some places I'm looking at that I'm, I'm interested in, in learning more about, maybe buying some of these places that are going to foreclosure? He went out with me. We looked at some buildings, some houses. He was so excited. He said, Richard, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. I will help you. I will help you with the money. You need the money, you just let me know. I will sell a house or whatever I need to do. And he was so excited, and I was excited too because what he started telling me about, I saw how intelligent in business he mm -hmm. was. And but I but, said, but wow. you, you, had yeah. grown, you had grown to the point where you could accept his feedback. Yes. Because you were probably pissed at him. You, 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 but, but again, that was in your head. And he was a, he was a crappy father. Let, let's, let's, let's face it. If you didn't see him, he didn't live with you. He wasn't, he wasn't such a great father. Well, it's you know? just throw that out off the wall because you don't necessarily know. It could be the well, context that, of how he was delivering okay, okay, it could his be. version. His yes. version might have been to go and provide but, in a way that we're... You but, know. but you both changed. He wanted the connection, and now you were open, more open to it. And it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's, I mean, it's between your head. We, we, we put these walls between us because we want to. But we're doing it. We're doing it to ourselves. It sounds they're, like they're by you doing there. that, you are culminating what his goal was. The way that he was delivering love was to bring you a survivable life scenario of, of uh, wealth and and the ability to sustain your family. That was his delivery. Like, fine. This is a thing that he's discovered that he thinks will solve a financial problem, and he wanted to pass it on because that was the way that he could do it, and. You finally got to the point where you, you took that from him. You, you he, he didn't maybe get it in the way that he initially thought it was going to happen, but he delivered, this, get into this. I want you to get into this because I've figured out this might be a way that you can have financial stability, which to me is very important. So this is a way I can show love is through this thing. And you didn't want it at first. And that created the resistance because he's like, I want to give it to you. And you're like, fuck you, I don't want it. And that created the fighting, the problems, the discontent. But at a certain point, when he changed his delivery, you changed your reception, and now he hears, my kid got into this thing. And he 
effectively had his love received in a way that he probably didn't know how to deliver it. A lot you, of times men are not told how to do those things. You understand. and Of course we do. I want to approach that because, Tommy, I we, did not know that when I was young. Yeah, you but can. you understand my dad the way I didn't understand him when of I was course. young. But, but understand, yesterday you stood up in front of a, a room and told everybody how nervous you were asking a goddamn question. A, fuck, a simple, stupid question. An okay question. You, you now, you now just put down a podcast. How how, how long are we talking about? An hour? You, you now, you now put put down a podcast with two strangers. We met yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you also have to know the context and the content of this podcast is not exactly like garbage. You're in a very public forum, going into the both of you, all of us, I guess, going into some of the most intimate, reserved things that are designed to be hidden from the world. Yeah. Those are the gems of darkness that we hold on to that we don't want the other to destroy by seeing it and deciding they hate it and piss all over it. But when you show it to everybody, it loses the power. The the fear gets destroyed because you've released it. And some people will shit on it. Other people won't shit on it, but it doesn't matter because you released it. They're not demons anymore. They're just ghosts. They're old friends. Yeah. They're not ghosts. They're not ghosts. They're old friends. Well, they can't hurt they, anymore in the way they used to. They're old friends. Yeah. Brenna Brown. <laughs> Brenna Brown is an author, one of my favorite authors, and in one of her books, I don't re- remember the exact quote, but she she says something similar. She says, "When you are comfortable to sit in the darkness with your with your monsters or your your darkness, mm-hmm. you are." Like on the, on that path of growth, mm-hmm. something like that. I can re- I'll put it on the show notes what the exact quote was, but it's like what you're saying. I, 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 I sit there and tolerate it, then yeah. they're not berating you they're, anymore. They're, you are with they're, them. They're not. not they're not demons them. anymore. I'm uh, considerably older than you. I've known these damn demons. They were demons for forty years of my life, for fifty years of my life. They're not demons anymore. They're old friends. And when I look at it. I I am not who I am unless I went through that path. Okay, that path made me who I am. I'm so a, how pissed can you be at them? I'm a, I'm a, we're at that point where they demons or where they guys I'm a dad, that were I'm, teaching. I'm, I'm a damn good investor. I would not have a relationship with this guy <laughs> had I not taken that path. That path makes me think a little different, mm-hmm. a little better <laughs> than, than, than most people. He there's no attraction with him. If I think like everybody else in that room. What value do I bring? The value I bring is that he comes to me and he brings me a deal and I say, yeah, that's a good deal. Or I say, well, this is crap. And he said, well, do, do better then. Bring me, bring me a better deal. Because I'm looking at, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Well, this is and the value in that for me is that a lot of times, especially, I don't know if this Not a lot. Is, Most of the time I'm right. Well, no, I was, <laughs> was going to say. I don't know if this is geared towards investors, but regardless, it's, I guess the information yes, is the yes. same. Yes, I, I actually wanted to get into this, see well, how... We ended up. Be, I think well, the different. fact that he shows up and a lot of investors, when they get a deal, that's like they it, they protect this as my baby deal, and they want to sculpt it in a way that to show it to lenders so they'll fund it because they've gotten emotionally engaged with it. If I bring a deal to a, to Jeff and he shits all over it after I've done my analysis, he, he that's not going to make me 
be like, oh, no, screw him and go get another. It's going to be like, ooh, maybe I better look at this deal again. Because, because I'm, the value that's in him is that I'm, his I'm, judgment is good. He sees I'm, a lot I'm, of points. I'm almost always right. And, and, he, yeah. and he's smart enough to recognize yeah, that. Yeah, if he's going to shit on a deal and not fund it, it's not a personal attack. It's actually help. Because if he's mm-hmm. saying, I don't think this makes sense... You know, then it's going to be like, oh shit! All right, why? Let's and and, and, why and sometimes a lot of people don't do that. They he, want he, to save their deal. He, he didn't. Mm. And they lose money. And I bring and I bring, the guy, the, the 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 guy I really like working with. Tommy's okay, but 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 it's an, it's another time that I really like like working with. He tears my shit apart. And you know, he's an engineer. They're the worst. Uh, and, and, or the and best. He, he's the best. At it. Yeah. Because what we do is people will say, "How do you come to these deals?" Well, because with Tom, he we. we to me, the beauty, it's not finding the deals and, and analyzing them. That takes too fucking much time. With Tom, Tom is a very, uh, and, and, and Tommy is too. I mean, I. I oh, I, fine. Thank you. Uh, you know, look, I got to throw your bone once in a while. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, he, 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 he's okay. Uh, but, 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 uh, hey, but that's it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, but a pharmacist <laughs> talking to a real estate agent. Hey, that's I'm as good just, as I'm getting. I, I, I used to be a pharmacist. Well, <laughs> I still have the license. I'm still a pharmacist. But, but it's, um, by the way, you know, farmerjeff.com, that, that's why it's a PH. I'm a pharmacist. I mean, you, you probably picked that up. Yeah. But because yeah. because you because you read, you're literate. Maybe, <laughs> um, but, but it's amazing. Why farmerjeff.com? Oh, geez, well, you know that's going to change now price. because that's what all the pot growers use for farmer. It's, it's okay, yeah, but I, 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 I but I, but I, 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 I'm going to think you got a funny. But I actually look. I actually look at pharmacy. I mean, I, I, I would be good at pharmaceutical pharma, pharma too. But, 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 but it's, uh, actually, I, I, I told you. Actually, I, they're they're voting to legalize in Michigan. Uh, yeah, next but, week, but, but again, so, I, 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 I've actually been approached about stuff like that. You already have the name. Yeah, there you go. But, but, uh, but, Doctor but anyway, you, you know what it is, is? Is to me, the beauty isn't taking the deals and analyzing them and and do it. What what I think what I bring to it and and what Tommy brings a, a bit and 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 this other guy Tom Otterman I probably shouldn't say his name, you just did. Um, but it's um he um but he's um we take a deal and I have an objection and Tom has an answer for it. Tom has an objection. I have an answer for it. I come have an uh, objection and Tom doesn't have an answer for it. Well, I don't have to analyze the deal anymore. In ten minutes, they said, "Well, this isn't a good deal. Let's do another one." Enough people have said uh, it. Tom, yeah. Tom has an objection. I don't have a. Uh, uh, Tom has a thing. I don't have an answer for it. We look at it. Well, we can analyze that and try to make a fit, or we can just get a better deal. Mm-hmm. You got to so, think. So, 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 the, so the problem is when you have all these deals coming at you, and I and I'm at a point now where I have a lot of deals coming at me. I save an awful lot of time throwing away the garbage deals that these guys. Oh, I can I can do this and this. And, yeah, they're wrong. They're missing something. But do you, well, how do you analyze? Well, I don't analyze them. When I when I get to the objection that that that, that has a big uh, object, uh, objection to it, we stop. We just throw it away. Get a better deal. And that I think for the for the, for the, for the introverted new investor. That's that dynamic of three people in a room tearing your deal apart could be something that would frighten people into saying, I don't want to be in a situation like that. It's beautiful. But that's a perspective difference it's beautiful. that they shouldn't have because those three guys, though us in that context, we wouldn't be tearing that investor apart. We wouldn't be ripping that person. We're apart. ripping the deal. We're actually helping that person mm-hmm. in the same way that you know, maybe it didn't seem like it at the time and it didn't even work that way, but your dad might have thought he was helping you by the way he was doing that. That triangle of guys is trying to help that new investor, even though it might be received as an assault because they're holding this little deal they got. It's their first one and they care about it. The reality is that deal could bankrupt them. And if you got three guys that tear it all apart, 
maybe they might not have the most fragile language, but the perspective has to be, these people aren't ripping me apart. Because if I brought them a great deal, and it was awesome, then they... I'm in. Yeah, they're not (laughs) going after Unless you're an asshole. I don't work with assholes. Well, If an an asshole brings me a great deal, I'm still not going to do it. Yeah, there's there's always the pre-qualified. I'm just just not interested. I don't want to make an asshole rich. I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I, you know, I mean, that's, why, why, why would I do that? Some people no. don't get along with, and whatever. Like that's that's you can't do anything about that part. But I'm saying with that, well, like, I don't have to make don't, rich. They shouldn't be. Afraid, you know? They shouldn't be afraid to like show up with a deal and try and go for funding, try and pitch it, try and see what's going on because they're afraid of what's going to be said. Because the things that are going to be said to them will be ultimately helpful for them. And if, ever, mm-hmm. if they get shot down five times in a row for funding on a deal, they need to look at that deal again. They don't need to worry about all these assholes that shot them down. They've got to be like, well, these guys know what they're doing, and they make money when my deals do well. So I probably shouldn't. They're missing something on this deal. Might be wrong about the ARV. I might be wrong about the rehab cost. Something is a problem because those guys make money if I win. They want to give me money because they make money. And if I'm giving them something that won't make either of us money, that's why they're going to shit on it. Not because they're assaulting Tommy Desmond, the bringer of the deal. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? And that it doesn't always compute fully in people right. who are so in their own heads. They, they, they make that, it a personal attack. Yeah. They really, and sometimes it is. Like, again, I, don't, I, won't, I won't work with assholes. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't care how, is, I don't, I don't care if I'm going to make 50 grand. I won't, I won't, I won't work with an asshole. Um, um, could I just, I'm, I, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that goes without saying. They're, they're, However, if they're not an asshole and I'm going to make 50 grand, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> you know, it, and that's, that's something that, um, you, you don't have to, cause something that I used to think about was, oh, but is this person going to like me? Is that person, not everybody's going to connect with you. No. You're not going to connect with everyone. Who, who cares? Just not gonna you, you can't do business There's with 7 million people on the planet, though, yeah. so that's pretty good numbers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you miss out on five guys in Cincinnati, there's 7 billion other people that you still get to talk to. So it's like, we got a pretty much infinite surplus of humans. You don't have to have all of them. Yeah. As long as they yeah. don't like you enough to try and shoot you, you're all right. <laughs> we, 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 we really should probably wrap it up. We're at about an hour yeah, and so, 12 so let, minutes. Let, 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 let's wrap it up. Why, 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 why don't you tie uh, it up? Because we, we should go. I do want to say, to finish answering your question about the real estate that I'm doing, I'm okay. starting now with Good. real estate investing. Okay. And the agent, as a realtor, I had a year and a half. I was a year and a half okay. an agent. So I'm starting now. Okay. Okay. I, I'm I'm actually licensed too. I almost never admit it, but I I do have a real estate license, but I don't. Use Many it. investors do. Sometimes, depending on the amount of deals you do, you have to. It doesn't mean that he does any retail real estate. He does. No, because 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 he's better. He likes talking to people a lot more than I do. So if I, if I, if I or, or, or many of my partners do, and they're they're very good at it, they like doing it. I don't like it. I still don't like it very much. I don't like talking to. I call them well, civilians. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if like is the right word well, I would use. I've but just I, developed. But, but, but I, ca- I call the them civilians to overwhelm my dislike of talking to people. And, and to me, <laughs> I say I, I call non 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 investor civilians. Um, I don't deal with civilians anymore. I deal with investors. I, I buy, I sell to, uh, I, I buy from investors, I sell to investors, I structure deals with investors. I just like them better. And I'm at a point where I, I, I work with the people I, I want to work with. I don't like working with civilians. Um, and if, if there's a deal that you have to talk, uh, work with civilians or city government, I hate city, city, 
it, it's all oh god it depends on what day it is do i hate working with city, city government more than than than, I'm than, on than city civilians. government i don't know but but <laughs> but, but, but if, if there's a deal where you have to talk to city government He's doing it, and he knows that going in. Because if I go in there and I start swearing at him, he's I'm just going to yell taxation is theft and start yeah, throwing things. I, I, oh, I don't, I, I don't do the taxation is theft thing. I just, <laughs> but you think it real hard. I, 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 I might call him a parasite, but it's, uh, <laughs> but, it's uh, but it, but but if I start doing that, I don't tend to get building permits where I, I get like mm. lots of stuff. And he goes in and he and he and he can smooth and kiss their ass and everything. Mm. Smile. And, oh, hey Nancy, and, how and, you doing? And he's okay with it. It's really nice outside, isn't it? I won't demean myself to that level. But he's okay with it, so that's what he does. Got a pretty, <laughs> got a pretty low bar. I'm, 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 I'm much too, I'm, I'm much too good to demean myself to that level. So I put partner with people who, who are willing to do it. <laughs> well, look, I, I know we got a yeah. Gotta we we, we, we got a thing. I want to thank you, and, and and Tommy, Jeff, thank you, Tommy. I really appreciate today, and this means a lot. I I know this was a good. It was a yeah, good story you, here. You're going to make and me I, cry, and then, and and then you're going to blow my fucking image. It's, it's <laughs> going to blow your tough image. And you know what? We, we Can we take a picture before we leave? Because oh, put God a damn it. I don't do pictures. Yeah, it's it's going to be really funny. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. Oh, good. 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 Do you have a sign-off you want to do? Like, thanks, everybody. Check me out on whatever your website and, is. And, and, you, oh, know, uh, you might want to tell you, we build ourselves on this podcast as here and there. And maybe see see if your listeners can tell who's who. Hair and there, <laughs> hair and there. He came up with it. Please take a minute to leave me a rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher. I am starting out this podcast, and this helps me a lot to get discovered. If you like my podcast, please subscribe and share it with other people. And I would love to hear from you. Please send me a email or a comment.